Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We Are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast on wearecavan.com. I'm Damien Donahue. Bright and early on Monday morning, we're, we're fresh out of the cot, coffee in hand, and, and, and ready to discuss the Cullies Craft Bakery Junior Championship final yesterday. Um, delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick, the sports editor with the Anglo Celt. As we look back on, I suppose, Paul, if, if we even start off about the occasion, about Coot Hill. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was actually great. I liked the I liked the atmosphere. It felt like a a full house atmosphere. Atmosphere. Yeah, I did too, Damien. And we had we had great seats. We were anyone who knows Good Hill. There's three dugouts sort of in front of the stand, and the middle one was kind of press dugout. And it was a great place to watch a match. And Adrian Donahue was taking photographs, and he was saying it's actually a fantastic um, angle to take photographs from as well because your your camera is nearly at grass level. Yeah. And because uh, you know you're, you're dugout, you're kind of below the ground, so it made for a novel place to watch it. Now, here's a question I wanted to ask you: you that spends a lot of time on sidelines and uh, up and down sidelines involved with teams and stuff like that. Now, I would always be back from the sideline most times, yeah. unless I was along the fence. But even at that, I'd rarely be on the dugout side. But there was an awful lot of strife on the sideline yesterday, and I was thinking to myself, "This is unbelievable! The, the rows and the the giving out that's going on, and and the the." The hardship that people seem to be going through on the sideline is that common, or, yeah. or is that was that just unique yesterday? Oh no, no, no. That 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 wasn't even at, a, at that was at I'd say if you were to put it zero being the the average, it was it was probably in around the average. It was, you know, like that's it, mad. It didn't it didn't get overly heated. No, now, there was there was drama. And we might as well delve into that part of it as well. Well, I'll just tell you a quick one first before you do. I, I laughed. You're, you missed this because you were doing an update for radio, but at one stage, one mentor, I won't say which team he was with, but he was completely losing his shit. It's the only way I can describe it. And he was jumping up and down, going mad about about a, about a decision. And he was shouting at the linesman, and he goes, Linesman! Harry has completely lost the run of himself. <laughs> Somebody else described this to me and said he, he, he literally was like a kid whose tie was taken from him. He was jumping, his arms were flailing, his arms were up and down, flailing up and down, his legs were jumping up and down off the ground going, he's lost the run of himself. <laughs> that was priceless. It was absolutely priceless. It's like it's like this the old joke about someone shouting at someone saying, calm down. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah. Quit shouting. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed it from that point of view as well. You're right in the thick of things. I really enjoyed it. The game itself now wasn't the most pleasing for for the purists, but no. um, the action. It, it was there was a, a lot battle. of action along the line in that way. So, so probably the main, well, one of the bones of contention was that there was a, a Drumlane official or mentor or whatever you want to describe him as, consistently running on during the killing care kickouts and the killing care mentors were getting onto the sideline and the sideline officials and the referee about it and the drum lane mentors were saying he's allowed to do it he's allowed to do it so 
essentially that that was the main I suppose focus along the sideline. Um, yeah. My point, my point was nice and simple on it. You know, and, and I said this to you at the time: if they persist and sending a lad running on, I, personally, what I'd be doing as a mentor at that stage, I'd be saying to one of my selectors or mentors or or a water boy or somebody, go on and just hit him a good old dunt. And and officials will be forced to deal with it at that point because we've seen Carl Lacey doing this for Donegal and it's something that's creeping in. Yeah. And Finton Riley was adamant, shouting down to the fourth official and to the to the referee assessor that you're making up rules as you go along. He can do this. He's allowed to do this. Um, so now within the rules, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what the rules are there, but. Within natural justice, you, you take it into your own hands at that point, and the rules are that, that two people can't collide that aren't involved in it. Both would be sent off, I presume, at that point, and, and the referee's forced to deal with it, you know? Yeah, well, like my eyes are open to the to the shenanigans that go on on the sideline really yesterday. Like, And I would say, I can see why rows start. I can see why people get so head up and um, why there's... Why there's pushing and shoving and boxing matches at times on, on sidelines uh, I would say there's far too many people on the sideline like mm-hmm. there's far too many going up and down on the sideline I know and like the the officials were right beside us and half their time was spent watching the, watching behind them and seeing where the where the mentors and on both teams were and telling them to get off the pitch and he shouldn't be on there and then there was one there'd be a fellow from one camp say go mad at the linesman saying to get him off in the meantime his lad is on the field yeah. whereas like people say well, there's, there's whatever it was that four umpires a referee and two linesmen they should be able to see everything that goes on in the field but they're not even watching the field half time they're watching what's going on around them no no I have to I have to agree with you and the funny thing actually was I, I was watching um, Lara Cuhullins last night we're, we're going to preview or going to review the weekend's intermediate action on this week's Patreon podcast uh, later on but there was two mentors sent off in that game that were over on the far sideline who actually came to to I don't think they actually came to blows but came to a lot of pushing you know so it does get very heated it, yeah, it's, I heard that yeah I heard it, that it, 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 it actually was it, it was kind of nearly comical at one stage because they were <laughs> they were pushing at each other it was caught on camera they were pushing and pushing and then Noel Mooney came over and said hey boys out you get actually Pork Shorten the linesman stepped in and pushed one of the mentors away and said get away And but then Noel Mooney came over and sent the two of them off and the two of them kind of had to walk off together because the gate was down like shoulder to shoulder and you could just see them barking at each other looking over <laughs> <laughs> that's like the famous uh, charity shield match Kevin Keegan and, and Billy Bremner I think it was were both sent off and end up walking off together after <laughs> after battering each other in Wembley back in the seventies. <laughs> brilliant, yeah, brilliant. But um, well, look, the, the referee. There was an awful lot of talk about the referee, and yesterday we may as well, I suppose, address that. Um, like, yeah. I suppose the referee got a guard escort off the pitch, which I've never seen before after a draw. I don't think normally maybe one side feels aggrieved, and get, there's a lot of we'll say a temper's fraying in the stand or whatever, and the guards will sense it and they'll go in and they score them off. But I think both sides felt aggrieved yesterday. Now. Uh, Killing Care had a man sent off. I didn't have a great view of it. I know the Killing Care people were adamant that it was accidental what mm. happened with with uh, the fullback. Um, but also, I I thought, and even I saw talking to Drumlane lads after they felt they got a very soft free at the end. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely. Who? Killing Care got a no. That the domain got a soft free. Yeah, yeah. Well, Killing Care got a soft free before that. They did. They they did. did. Donald Monaghan won for me. Now that was that was. I, I thought it, I thought a draw was a fair result on the day, as you said yesterday. Neither side deserved to win it, and that was the truth. They yeah. scored seven points in the county final. It's not like it was played in one of these, like the North Kerry final. You hear it's played on on top of Stevens Day or something. Yeah, yeah it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. The conditions weren't that bad. It was a bit of rain around half time, but. It is it is a bit of a heavy field, but it's not a bog or anything. No, 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 no. I don't look at. I don't think the conditions dictated it. Like, and it was. I kind of, I kind of, I'm hesitant to say anything too much about the refereeing because, you know, I, I'm, I'm, Harry Connolly is an absolutely lovely fella, and he didn't go out to do a bad job, you know, but. It definitely had an effect on 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 the outcome of the game. I I don't know if there were too many frees for over carrying, which broke up the broke up the play a lot. Yeah. Um, that seems to be as you've talked about before that referees have a pet peeve, and that seemed to be Harry Connolly's. And I thought some of them were a bit harsh. Like, and then there was a, there was one that that I thought he missed. I think it was Ryan Connolly coming in on the right. It seemed to take a lot of steps. Mm-hmm. So the, probably the consistency wasn't there, but it's a difficult role. Like. It is a difficult job, and I, I said to you yesterday at one stage, why would anyone be a referee? Well, at the point you said it to me, the drumlane mentors were were losing the rag a little bit along the line with the, the fourth official. And they're losing the, the rag themselves. They're just getting <laughs> getting too excited, and at that point, it felt like Killing Care weren't getting the rub of the green. It was early on in the game. Well, I counted the freeze, and uh, I don't have it in front of me now, but... I've, Early on in the game, I think it was either 8-2 or 9-2 to Jim Lane. So they had had awarded 8 or, eight or yeah. 9 frees. But after the sending off, which was in the 17th minute, I thought that, that it, Killing Care probably got the rub of the green for a good while after that. And yeah. it probably reflected the, the play. So the first half, I thought Killing Care were much the better side. They created a couple of goal chances. Patch Corrigan made a great save. Mm. And they hit, like, there was one attack where they dropped one short, won it back, hit the upright. They weren't taking their chances. Um, went in 5-3 up at half time. And should have been further ahead. And then the third quarter, I thought, was all Jermaine. They, 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 they just pinned Killing Care back. Killing Care scored after two and a half minutes into the second half. Yeah. A nice point from Darren Smith. They didn't score again until in the, till the 23rd minute of the second half. And that was a free from Darren Smith as well. So I was Kieran Sexton got the first one. Oh, sorry, Kieran Sexton, yeah. Right. And then Darren got the free. So, like, for that 20 minutes, they really didn't create any chances. Um, mm. like, nerves were a big factor. Absolutely. Like, like, Peter McCabe, the one time he probably got free from Don Man and he fisted wide down the field. Ryan Connolly fisted one wide. Yeah, I thought almost ner- nerves were a big factor. Yeah, they're very identical. Yeah, both identical coming in from the right on their own side. Yeah, and uh, I, like, it was poor. Like a lot of the like, basic execution, the, ki- the skills wasn't good yesterday. Yeah, it, it's funny. So just to kind of clarify or or, or, or re- reiterate your point, in the first half, Killing Care um, missed two goal chances. And hit the post once, dropped short two frees into the keeper's hands, dropped three short um, from open play into the keeper's hands, and had two frees or two sorry one free went wide and one wide from open play. So it's a total of eleven missed scoring chances in the first half. Compare that to Drumlane, two missed scoring chances in the first half, only two wides. Um, and our first wide was twenty. I think twenty eight minutes into the game. That's right. Yeah, I remember turning and saying to you at the at the time, but then reverse it round into the second half. Killing care, three wides. Drum lane, two missed goal chances, two very good saves by Sean McGovern. Um, 
three frees drop short into the keeper's hands and five wides from open play. Mm. So it it just goes show and maybe there was a wind maybe yeah, there was a wind yeah. the, the the flags were in front of us and the, it seemed to be blowing slightly towards for, the church towards the church end but maybe it was stronger than it just seemed when you got out into the middle of the field itself but yeah um, to 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 go back to one of the, the well the crucial decision probably in the game Kevin McCabe sending off um, and at the time like you I didn't see it I didn't I didn't see it in real time but when the people around me and you were saying little you know he he kicked them in the head he kicked them in the head he has to go and so well i i i, saw, I did see in the corner of me i i did see kevin's foot uh, making contact with the player's head yeah. um but i mean i couldn't say there was intent or anything like that and i know that i know that he's not that type of player see that's that's he doesn't have a reputation for anything like that and and so I, I, I spoke with him after the game and essentially what he was saying was that the, the player was getting up off the ground or, or, or coming round and he tried to avoid him and in the movement, like so by trying to step his 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 leg collided with the head, but there was no intent with it. And immediately when, when I heard people saying beside me, Oh, he kicked him in the head, I, I just knew it wasn't right. That that's not Kevin McCabe's form. He wouldn't I don't think he'd kick you anywhere deliberately. You know, he's he's not that sort of footballer. He's hard and he's fair, but he's not. There's not that bone in him at all. And yeah. I thought, and don't get me wrong. Obviously, when everybody around me saw it and thought it was a kick in the head, that that the officials maybe thought the same. But for me, you have to be one hundred percent sure that there was intent before you give a red card there. And I I just don't know that 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 was there. Like, look at. It's it, it's a harsh one on him, you know, because he he gets sent off in the county final. You know, it, it's something he'd probably never forget. Mm. But well, I know Harry Connolly consulted with the umpires, and it happened yeah. kind of in front of the umpires, so they must have felt it was deliberate. But um, you know, I don't want to don't want to sound biased because we've only heard one side of it. Maybe mm. the player that that got caught would would say that it was deliberate. But I mean. No one, no one. It was a county final, and no one is form, as you say. Like I would be inclined to give him the benefit of the doubt, and hopefully the video evidence would exonerate him. Yeah, hopefully so. Hopefully so. The the, the black card on Noel McGovern. I don't think there can be any argument. No, I I thought Noel was kind of had fouled a few times and got away with one or two. Um, and I, I don't think there could be any complaints about that one. There, there was no man in the match given yesterday because it was a draw. They don't give a man in the match, but it, I suppose we were revealed where we were how we were thinking we were asked to give our say as yeah. maybe neutrals um, and what happens there a lot of the time is the county secretary will contact a few neutrals so you might get there might be someone there um, from outside the county sometimes things like that, that and they'll ask them and they'll ask the media or whatever and he'd maybe pick four or five people and he'll ask them all to, to give give their say mm. Terry Highland used to sometimes have a say in it when he was county manager that's right yeah. and uh, so we were asked to give ours, and I, with a few minutes to go, I think we were we were talking about it. Generally, the winning team will usually get it, like yeah, and uh, because it kind of magnifies your contribution if you've if you've contributed to the winning of it, or it's better than contributing, and it's not just enough. But uh, yeah, I I felt Darrod Olin for Jumlane if they had won it was was the man of the match. I thought he was yeah. brilliant. There was there was. I, there was no contest there on the Drumlane side. You know, had Drumlane won it, Dara Dolan was their best player, I thought. Now, you you could make the argument that Donald Monaghan nullified the key goal threat for 
killing care and therefore deserved man of the match as well. You know, but I, I, most people won't remember what Donald Monaghan done. But for me, Donald Monaghan was brilliant yeah, because was. Peter McCabe is, for me, exceptionally fast and very hard to mark. And you know, I thought Donald was 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 just brilliant. And it's funny; it was flagged on the podcast last week that that would be the matchup and that it would, uh, you know, that Donald Monaghan had had previous experience of being able to deal with Peter McCabe. So. I thought he was very, very good. Well, I agree. I thought Donald Riley coming on for Drumlane was yeah. very good. He was the only player to score from play yeah. for Imagine, Drumlane. Like, we wouldn't, wouldn't have topped before the game that Killing Care would score seven points in total, a team that had been running up massive tallies. And we Averaging have, 25 points a game. Incredible. And we wouldn't have thought then that Drumlane, no Drumlane player that started would score from play. Yeah. But on the, on the Killing Care side, I think we were edging towards Lee McCabe. Yeah, great game at cornerback. Snuffed out, sure. snuffed out Ryan Connolly for the most part. Ryan, Ryan, I don't think it was a hundred percent fit, and Liam just didn't give him an inch. And then, but he came out with a lot of balls. I was just going to say that it was, it was what he done while while Donald Monaghan stopped Peter McCabe. He wasn't contributing going forward, whereas Liam McCabe was contributing going forward and stopped Ryan Connolly from playing. So you'd, you'd probably edge towards Liam McCabe on 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 the killing care side again. I thought Emmett Fitzsimons was crucial. Um, because he had to readjust his game when Noel McGovern went off to go out further into the field, and he he turned over a lot of ball in the half back line. He carried the ball out of the fence. Yeah. You know, he he what did he finish up with? Three, two points, one from play, one from a free. You know, two points is good score when the whole team only scored seven. And he didn't he didn't actually miss a free. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a free missed by by uh, by Emmett. Um, now Darren Smith, when you look at it. Four points. He was the highest scorer from open play in the game. Oh, sorry, no, two points from play, two points from freeze. Um, but one of the points was a worldly on the left-hand side in the first half, wasn't it? Yeah, all his kicks were good. Even his frees were good. Like mm. the, the free kicked with seven minutes to go to put um, Killing Care into the lead was a difficult free from That's the right. right. He has a lovely left foot. He's a lovely striker of the ball. He has, he has, and I think he's been working out now. Or them jerseys have got smaller, one or the other. It's seen, seen. He's. Uh, yeah, he, I put used the, to slag he, put, him. he put the jersey in a hot wash. Oh, that was it. It was a very hot wash. Hey, but you were, you were talking about the the what you talked about the matchup, Damien. What about the predictions last week? <coughs> yeah, yeah. <coughs> Humble brag time. Humble brag. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, so well, we'll get we'll get the wrong one out of the way. I reckon Killing Care by a pint or two at most. Um, and Paul, Mystic Mo, as we like to call him. Septic Mo. Septic Mo. <laughs> got, uh, got, it, got it nailed on. A draw. Yeah. Call the draw. The we draw. actually, we'll, we'll play the audio in case people don't believe it. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. I know you're going to ask me for a prediction, Damien, so I'll give it to you now. I genuinely think this game is going to be a draw. 
and I'm probably have splintered in my arse here. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do think this has draw written all over it. They've both they've both won six games. Neither neither of them has, has lost or drawn a game yet in this championship. I just think a draw maybe might be due. And when when like when, when all else is equal, when you when you can't we can't split them. It's very, very hard to split them. So you had to play the audio because you know people people would not believe that you can call a draw and get it right. But that's the second time in this championship you've called the draw and got it right. Yeah, but I actually was. I was Barry Corrigan texted me yesterday morning from Dunedin and he he was saying, "How do you think this will go?" And I I texted him back said, "I genuinely think this is going to be a draw." And I was looking I was looking for odds. I even tweeted Paddy Power looking for odds because I would have yeah. lumped on it because I just thought when you can't separate them and. You know, it's it's going to be tight, and Dermain are going to look to stop killing care score. And when and when you can't separate them, a draw is, is likely. A draw is not like, let's say in, in, bet, in a betting sense, a draw is, is not like you're picking a four point win. You know, yeah. you're, I know you, you have to pick an exact scoreline, but you're not picking Dermain to win by three or killing care to win by five or whatever. A draw is not like that because when it's close, a draw just kind of happen. Teams yeah. will sort of accept the draw, and a referee will accept the draw. When and when it's close. One score is massive, whereas when it's two, three, four points in front, one score isn't massive. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So therefore, to get the accurate winning margin isn't as easy as a draw. There's quite a few draws in finals too. Like when you look at it, like even thinking back to, I'd love to actually, I must actually do that now um, later on. Looking back through, so we've three county finals in Cavan, senior, intermediate, and junior in the last in the last say uh, since 2016. 2016, the the senior and intermediate were both draws. That's right. Um, 2017 I don't think there was any draw. I don't think there was a draw but we had a draw now in the junior and there's a good chance you get a draw somewhere else mm. you know we had a one point We like it, the senior finals in particular have been so tight like 2013 there was a point in it the Gales beat Ballinia 2014 there was a point in it um, Gales bet or sorry Ballinia bet the Gales I should have said Balignac. the Gales bet Kingsford in 2014 That's by right. a point he goes 16-15 2015 uh, Casarahan lost to Kingsford by a point. Uh, Twenty sixteen, it, it was a draw, and then Casarahan lost by two points or something in the replay. And twenty seventeen, then the Gales won it by by four or five points. But yeah, you know, those games are generally tight. Yeah, that, I suppose the, the the whole occasion dictates it to be that way. Usually, anyway. But um, looking 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 back, I suppose on the uh, on, on the game again, you know. Well, I suppose you're looking for what we're hearing is that the replay is going to be now. Killing Care tweeted Saturday week in Coot Hill, which for me is Saturday the would it be fourteenth, thirteenth, fourteenth, something around that. Yeah, the day before the intermediate final. Yeah, yeah. I I heard what I Im- immediately heard after the game yesterday was there was talk of Kingscourt next Saturday before the intermediate yeah. intermediate semi final. Um, no, the senior semi-final. Or, sorry, senior yeah. semi-final. But I, I thought that I thought it would be played next Saturday. I'm not sure when the Cavan champions are out in Ulster. But the, the, see, that's it. The Cavan champions arrived on the 14th, I think. I can actually check that because I, I think that the Cavan champions are out in the preliminary round. That's why they had to go. Um, yeah, so I'd say, I'd say we don't know at this stage. By the time this podcast comes out, it'll probably be common knowledge. But I'd say it'll be next Saturday. Yeah, more than likely. Who's going to win it, Damien, is more important. Yeah, well, look at it's. Um, you'd you'd imagine that. I don't. I actually don't know. I I still think it's going to be so tight. Generally, the rule is the team that learns the most 
and the better manager wins replays. That's that's the the consensus usually in in, in these situations. But I can't tell you who who that is. Mm. You know, I, like talking to Drumlane people after the game, they were saying. Well, geez, Ryan Connolly can never be as bad again, you know, and Gary Tubman can never be as quiet again, you know, but then talking to Killing Care people, well, Peter McCabe can never be as quiet again, and Emmett Fitzsimons further up the field would give us a lot more if, if we had Noel on for the entire game. So, yeah. you know, it, it, there's a big, there's big improvement there on both sides, and it's just whatever side just improves that wee bit more. I think we're going to see a big improvement. On, on the CELT uh, Facebook Live discussion during the week, you can check that out on the CELT's Facebook page if you go and click into videos. I had a chat with Thomas Lyons and uh, I called a draw and he was saying, get off the fence. And I said, no, I do think it'll be a draw. And we, we actually then, by that point, I was making predictions for the replay. Uh, but I predicted that Killing Care would win the replay. Um, so I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 think, I think there's probably... You you take even Noel McGovern's black card. Like Noel was was after turning over the ball three or four times, and and he was influential around the middle of the field. Had he played for the hour, probably would have been enough for Killing Care to just get over the line. You know, had Killing Care a full complement of fifteen, you'd imagine they'd have been just good enough to get over the line. But the type of game it was, you got away with you got you weren't going to get exposed for losing a man because it wasn't like there was a lot of space out there but the thing was um, you're always exposed for losing a man well, I, well, well, I especially the big, when it's early true but I thought the biggest well when it's early yeah but they maybe had, they had time to adjust but the biggest effect it had was it robbed it robbed Peter to pay Paul like it, as you said it meant Emma for time it's coming back mm, and yeah. that that really did hurt them yeah yeah like and that's that 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 for me was it look at it was it was a, a deciding factor within the game you know, a red card is always very close to a deciding factor. I just have the Ulster website up and Calvin playing Monaghan. Um, now, it says in Kildallan on the 13th of October. But Calvin Junior Champions playing Monaghan on the, on the 13th of October. So Is that f- is that in football? Not Hurling? There's a lot of Hurling matches played in Kildallan. No, junior football, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so, it, it's, uh, it, so I presume then the replay has to be next Saturday. As yeah. a result, there's there's nothing can be done on that. So it must be next Saturday in Coot Hill, and then we'll be up the road to Kingscourt. Yeah, well, we'll be we'll be. I hope there's no guards on that road. <laughs> we'll we'll have to get out the uh, the the. the uh, we used to slag Terry Highland about the Highland Hardware helicopter that <laughs> we needed. So we'll get on to Terry for his helicopter. <laughs> He'll get us up to Kingscourt. But um, yeah, look at. I suppose to, to finish off, uh, wishing wishing the two teams the best of luck next Saturday and um, and. Like we like we said last week, hopefully it's a well. I suppose hopefully it's a better game. Most importantly, hopefully it's it's just a little bit more flow to it and some more scores. But I will be. Um, I think it will be. Yeah, replays, replays generally do. Replays can get tight. They can, and, they and can they get can even get, tighter, and they can get very fiery as well. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be a good one to go and watch though. Uh, thanks folks for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast as we said tune in to our patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin podcast um, for we're going to be looking back on the weekend's action in the Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship um, and we're going to be looking ahead to the two senior championship semi-finals this weekend and we're also going to try and bring uh, a special podcast where we're going to be looking at the uh, under 17 
uh, finals that took place at the weekend. There was a few shocks and a few cracking games in that. So we're going to do a special podcast on patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan on our under 17 finals. And just for those that are listening, the additional podcasts, the, the reason we can do these additional podcasts is because of the subscription. Um, and, you know, with, with your patronage, we're, we're able to do this extra work, extra coverage in Cavan GEA. So we're just delighted to be able to do so. And just just for a couple of FAQs there, Damien, how much is it? It's five dollars a month. Paul. Five dollars a month, and and if you sign up for it, is that you signed up for life? No, you can you can you can unsubscribe at any time you want, and ah. uh, and and the the other thing actually that maybe to address. So when you sign up initially, the five dollars is taken out from your account. And then I think it's on the first or the fourth or something of each month after that. So if you signed up on the 29th of September, you will be billed again on the yeah. first. But I think it's, that's it's, just that's just an issue of Patreon. It is, yeah, yeah. But there's no. It's it, the re- it literally the is just once a month, though, in case people are looking at their their statements and wondering, geez, well, I was billed last week and this week. And I think uh, I used to follow a few a few um, creators as they're called on Patreon, and I think the reason that was brought in was because. A lot of them give you some merchandise or whatever when you sign up. So there might be a band or something and they'll give you some merchandise when you sign up. But people are getting the merchandise. and We'd, then, we'd need more money. <laughs> yeah, 50 euro. But uh, people were getting the merchandise and then they were they were cancelling um, before the first of the month came around to get billed. And it was, yeah. So that's why they brought in that you could charge immediately. But look at it's it's a fiver. Yeah, it's only a fiver. Look at it, and it and it gives us the opportunity, as I say, to talk about stuff that we wouldn't usually get the the chance to do on the podcast. So again, thanks a million for listening to the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast on wearecalvin.com. Enjoy your football this week. Kieran Callahan Electrical, shine a light on your future. Check out www.callahanelectrical.ie or phone zero four nine four three three zero double one. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Cavanese! Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Cavan to get come back into the big time? And then the cave, and it's over the lap, and Cavan are not buried yet. Cavan doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonald, what a goal! Farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah, yeah. <laughs>